Well, I'm excited to be with you once again, talking about spiritual understanding. Father, I pray, Father, that the eyes of their understanding, Lord, will be enlightened in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, cause them to understand, Lord. Cause them to have a divine knowing, a divine spirit of revelation to come alive on the inside of them, Lord. For great are you that are, that are in me and them than he that is in the world. So, Lord Jesus, cause this word to be un unveiled to them, Father. Reveal, Lord Jesus, in a mighty way today, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's go to Matthew, the 8th chapter. And let's start at the 5th verse. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. <clears throat> and Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof. But speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth. And to another come, and he cometh. And to my servant do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. What made Jesus get so excited about this man? Because this man wasn't even a disciple that lived with him on a daily basis. But he had a revelation of the power of the tongue. He knew that the, that the natural and the spirit realm was controlled by words. You need to understand, brothers and sisters, that the spirit realm is controlled by words. Look at the children of Israel in the Old Covenant. Their words justified them, Caleb and Joshua, to the point that the word of God says that they had another spirit. They didn't have the same spirit as the other bunch, the other 10, when Moses sent 12 spies and only two of them understood the power of their words. They have complete confidence in what God said. God said that he had gave them the land and they confessed that God gave them the land. The other 10 had the wrong confession. They never built themselves up spiritually. 
by confessing what God had done, by singing about what God had done, by prophesying about what God had done. Do you know the word say if a man prophesy, let him prophesy according to the proportion of faith? So the, the entry level in the realms of the prophetic is to take the word of God and confess over yourself and over your situations only what God has said and hold fast to that confession without wavering. Take heed to your mouth. For a fool's mouth is his destruction and his lips are the snare of his soul. A fool's mouth enter into contention and his mouth call it for strokes. In other words, your mouth can cause you to go the wrong way. See, the children of Israel that confess negative, they got exactly what they said and it proved what Jesus was teaching in the book of Mark 11 and 23. That if you had faith, you would say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in your heart, but believe that those things which you say it shall come to pass. You shall have whatsoever you say it. They was working that spiritual truth in the reverse. They were saying things like, would God had we had died in, in Egypt? Would God had we had our little ones were going to die? Certain things like that. The only reason God didn't let the little ones die because he said they was too young to, to have the right confession. And he let all of those who had the wrong confession die. Hosea, speaking by inspiration of the, of the Holy Ghost, said that my people perish for lack of knowledge. The word perish, in my understanding, means die. What you don't know will kill you. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt. There has never been a more false statement ever told. Man, words will kill you. You have the wrong confession. You begin to confess death. You, you begin to confess your, your confidence in, in a virus to kill you and your fear and make it out of confession and let that see faith come by hearing and hearing the word of God. Do you know fear is faith? Fear comes by hearing and hearing the words of Satan. And when you watch the news media, CNN, and the only thing they releases hatred, and I don't want to pick on that network, it, you can choose any of them. I just, you know, that network been alone, around since I was a child. It could be the regular news or whatever. It could be a commercial telling you that you got to have shingles. Like I see this stuff, and I say, not me. I reject that seed. See, uh, the word of God is a seed, but words are seeds. Words are your servants. They serve you. So this guy understood this. He understood that his words were servants. That's why he told Jesus he'll speak to this one and he'll go. He'll speak to another one and he'll come. And he tells someone to do this and they'll do it. He understood how to use his words to make things happen because he had authority. Well, you have authority. 
Jesus said that he has given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Well, the opposite is true also. Satan give people authority when he move upon them to say what he want them to say. When he use your mouth to slander somebody, when he use your mouth to speak negative about yourself, you call yourself ugly. And you say, I'm not going to never get out of debt. And you say, I'll never own a house. And you say, I'll never be nothing in life. And you say, oh, Lord, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just can't do it. Oh, Lord, I'm going to have to be on this medicine the rest of my life. Every time you say this stuff, you're building your faith in the negative. And it's called unbelief. God is a good God. God wants to do things for you. You know what? If, if your child come to you and you say, hey, I'm going to buy you pizza. And they say, Dad, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. You would try to take that child to a psychiatrist. You'd be like, what is he talking about? Dad, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. You would expect him if you say you're going to buy him pizza or ice cream. You See, most of the time they're going to respond to that and say, they're going to tell their friends. Friday, we're going to get pizza and ice cream. They're going to they're gonna say, well, I hope I believe. Help my, my, down my unbelief. No, they got total faith. That's why Jesus said you got to receive this thing as a child. If God say you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that settled it. If God say believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you'll say that settled it. You need to acknowledge that you say because every time you acknowledge it, the devil is getting farther and farther away from you. Every time you acknowledge that you're righteous, the devil is getting farther and farther away from you and those habits of being broken. Brothers and sisters, I only just begun to teach. I'll talk to you later. Be blessed.